By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? This is Jeff, a.k.a. PF, the creator of the podcast, Indie Podcaster, where I chat with podcasters and other cool content creators. I talk to them about the things they're passionate about and what drives them. If you want to learn about some cool podcasters, go to podcastfather.com. But more importantly, let's get to the man of the hour. He's got a pod with a bod. I've been podcasting for 15 years, and I can say he is my favorite podcaster. The man, the myth, the legend, Tim McCarthy, and his show, 20 T.I. Oops. <laughs> 20 Tim Minutes. Check it out. What is happening, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of, you guessed it, 20 Tim Minutes. This podcast focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was done by Jeff, the podcast father. If you listened to last week's episode, I called him out because he was supposed to send me a recording and he finally did it and uh, I forgot to send him mine. So I owe him back. Uh, Definitely check out Jeff. He's doing a really good thing for indie podcasters, for podcasters like me that are tough to come by. Um, So definitely check him out. He's a great dude. I went on his show to do a little chat about uh, before uh, one of his big shows and uh, he reminded me of Bill Burr a little bit. Um, just like his like aura and the way he looked, handsome guy. Um, but Jeff, thank you for that introduction. You absolutely nailed it. And he knows how much I hate the TI minutes thing because people legit do that to my podcast. Like it, the, it's TIM, like capital. Like you, I feel like people would know, but it's okay if you're a fan of this podcast. Call it TI minutes, whatever. I just won't respond. But um, thank you again, man. And again. Uh, Every show, 1-800-273-8255 is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If you don't like talking to people, try the crisis text line at, text it by 741741 and text the word home. If you want to learn more and you're not in the States or Canada, go to crisistextline.org. That was a pretty good two options. So I was just reading this right before I started because I'm doing this last minute and they tested virtual reality therapy where like you put on like an Oculus pretty much and like you can lay on your own couch and talk to a therapist who's probably like just a like a pixelated person. And I think that's like, dude, that's like stuff from like the eight. That's like an 80s thing, an 80s movie thinking about the future. And they nailed it. I want to say it's in a movie. It's got to be in a movie. I haven't seen The Matrix. And yes, I'm like, you haven't seen that movie. I've never seen any Matrixes. There was a lot of movies I haven't seen, and people would be very upset with me. I uh, haven't seen Avatar, Matrix, and I'm going to say this one, all right? I'm going to say this right now, and it's because every Christmas people say it, and I just didn't watch it as a kid or younger, is I've never seen any Die Hard. I've never told anybody that, and when people talk to me about it, I just disassociate. So yeah, I've never seen Die Hard, and I won't see it because everyone has that dumb Christmas debate. So once people stop doing that, I'll go see it. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting because they did a test. And when I say they, I don't know who, but they did it. The people that make virtual reality and they like had different ages uh, from like 18 to 52 and 30% of them said they would do that and they liked it. And uh, I feel like a lot of people like that. We have a whole different world now and people just don't like going outside uh, with COVID or just people and just having anxiety or agoraphobia. 
I think it, I would try it. I definitely would because I would laugh this, the whole time. And I wonder if there's like virtual reality, like tissues that you put up to your face and you unlock like a hidden trophy or like you get up and walk out and like slam the door because you didn't like what she said. But then like, what would you do if you like got up inside of trying to fight your therapist? There's a lot of things to it. And I really want to try it. I wonder what it'd be called. Therapy VR? Nailed it. 60 bucks from Activision. Um, so yeah, um, 2010minutes.com. Go check that out. Uh, you can buy my merch. You can uh, download my app, sign up for my newsletter, ask me a question, send me recommendations, all that junk. Got that out of the way. Now let's get down to the nitty gritty episode 61. Um, again, if you're new to this podcast, I say a lot of the same things. So if you aren't a new, if you aren't a new listener, uh, tough shit. Um, episode 61, I uh, always name my podcast after I record because I think I take something that I said and I'm like, oh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was my birthday weekend, January 16th. I turned 36. Holy shit. Um, like people were doing like the 10 year challenge about like a photo from 10 years ago and a photo from now. I'm like, dude, my 10 year challenge is figuring out what the fuck happened between those 10 years. Time flies. Okay. I felt like I just got out of college. Oh, dropped out of college. I'm sorry. Um, and now I'm there. I'm, I'm in a closet talking to you about mental health. Um, who would have thought? Not me. Another person from my job found the podcast. I uh, There was like a Facebook group of um, like moms of like Massachusetts or something. And she saw it and she sent me a text and she said some nice things. But a uh, big fan of the show uh, said it. Julie. Uh, so I thank you for even recommending recommending my show to somebody in that little that little Facebook group. Just all mums hanging out. You're a mom, I'm a mom. I got mums. So shout out to all the mums out there. Dads, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, I uh I went down to Newport and Middleton, Rhode Island, and I walked goats on a leash. Yep, Simmons Farm, great people, great tour guide. And uh, we all got to walk a goat on a leash. And I let everybody pick their goat. And I was going to take the last one. And would you know it? I got the craziest one. He didn't have horns. He had like a missing eye. He really didn't, but he probably should have. And he was an absolute beast. His name was, I think, Charles Hubba Hubba Nightmare, which does not roll off the tongue. But I liked him. And I got a lot of photos with him. And uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, so I went down to Newport like last year. And I stuck stickers everywhere. And I realized they took like the poles down and I saw one still on a trash can and it was picked out a little bit, but those stickers are so good. They are so hard to pick. So I went around that town and I was sticking everything. I, like pff, sticked. I always do it if there's like a bunch of stickers there. Cause if I do it like just by itself, then that thing's getting ripped down. So it was very cool to see like the old stickers and stuff. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun in Newport. It was good to just get away for a weekend and uh, just celebrate me. 36 is tough because I hate getting old and I can't complain about people not wishing me a birthday. I assume everyone's busy and I'm going to get into assumptions in this category. But I, I think like people that you talk to and there's this thing I saw. It's like you guys remember if I earlier episodes, I would always talk about like go and text somebody you haven't talked to in a while because it's good to check up on people you don't hear about anymore. And I feel like I've been doing that for a while and it's not getting reciprocated. And it's not even because like the show or whatever, it's just in general. And I saw like one of those memes. It was like, stop texting people that you've been texting first and see what happens pretty much. And, 
it's like an eye opener for sure. And it's not like, I don't like, again, my assumptions are bad. I always think people are mad at me or don't like me, which is probably the case anyway. But like, there was just certain people I know I didn't hear from on my birthday and I'm calling my sister out. I don't know what the fuck is your issue, but I wish you a happy birthday. You didn't wish me, my sister's birthday is two days after me, which uh, I'm not a huge fan of because like I had Christmas and then come my birthday, I got to share a cake with my sister and both of my names are on it. But she forgot my birthday and didn't say anything because she was in Aruba ripping it up. <sighs> She's 46. All right. Your memory's going away and I don't know why. Get it together, sister. Um, but yeah, just like stuff like that kind of bummed me out. It's not like I need birthday, happy birthdays, but it'd be cool to just like someone reach out sometimes and be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? There's a good segue for me to talk to you. Um, but I'm not going to cry about that. I'm over it. Um, 36. Going to be turned 37 next year. <clears throat> Fuck. Um, been having a lot of mood swings lately, even on my medication. And every time I talk to my therapist, I don't bring it up. I need to write down a journal of like every day. Like, I don't know why I don't do this. I'm so lazy, but man, like when I'm in those moods, I'm like, I'll never, I'll never get out of this mood. I'm always going to be like this. And then next day I'm like, I, I sleep and I change. And then I go in my car and just like drive to work and have ideations of dying and just get sad. And it's just like a rolling fucking snowball every time. And then I'm like, yeah, this shit's going to stay with me all the time. And again, it's like my meds, like, I don't know how many more meds, milligrams I need to take. Like what, what is next? Am I just going to get, I don't, I don't even know, but I'm still working on it. I'm still feeling good. I always get like motivated in the car. Then I get to work and I'm like, oh, or I get home. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed. If I could like work out and get things done in my car, I'd be unstoppable. Um, so thinking about those goats, by the way, I was reading an article and them, whoever they is, said, and this is obvious. A lot of times they're like, I saw one article it was like, quitting your job uh, helps out your mental health. Like, yeah, no shit. I wish I could quit my job, but how long am I going to be happy without a job and no money? That was a weird article. I didn't click on it, but I just saw the headline. I'm I'm a sucker for clickbait. I like I'll see a wrestling clickbait article and I have to read it and they always get you they're like wrestler dies in the ring and like it's like a fake thing like I don't even know I, I don't know one wrestler stabbed a guy with a fork and he was bleeding I go down these rabbit holes and I click back and I'm on the same page I, I was started on and it's like three hours later like that's ADHD you read one thing like you see a video on Instagram and you keep swiping and then you X out of it. And then you get back to that one video. You're like, holy shit. I feel like that was like three days ago. But hanging out with animals, even not dogs and cats, like boosts your mental health. So if you can find goats to walk or go to a, a farm and help out. I like farm animals. On that tour, they had pigs. And she said, she didn't say slaughter, but she's like, oh, those are our meat pigs. And I, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I go, wait a minute. Those pigs are going to die. But I couldn't be sad about it because I still eat bacon. I just, I don't know. I, I had duck that weekend as well. And I like ducks. You just taste delicious. Like I should be, a, I like, I like the idea of veganism, but eating healthy is so expensive. Like they, they eat healthy. Okay. I'll get a bag of kale. What do I do with that? I put it in a smoothie. Tastes like shit. Shout out to kale though. What's up? Um, but two assumptions. I want to talk about assumptions and communications because assumptions happen a lot and I assume a lot and it definitely like wears me down. Um, so I did a lot of research and by a lot of research, I did like an hour's worth, but I like to do it in my own mind of like how I'm going to talk about it and how I perceive it, which I think is the better way. Cause anyway, like you don't even have to listen to this podcast. Just go Google this shit. 
because I'm Googling it. Google. Google. Um, but if you don't know what the word assumption means, I'm going to do this. Webster's Dictionary describes a thing that is accepted as true or is certain to happen without proof. Uh, yeah, that's me. All right. Um, a big one it would always be like finishing people's sentences. I hate that. Or like they assume what you're going to say. And there's like a stigma behind it. And I can't give a good example. It is like you always do this um, thing when you get mad and then you can't change the way you are. So that's why people assume because you do the same thing over and over again or have the same reaction. And there's like a lot of passiveness. Like uh, there's always a the communication. If you don't have good communication, always you have like the assumptions. You just just like go back and forth and you just can't break that. And I hate it, but open communication is the best. I think when you're forward and blunt about everything, so much easier. And good conversations are tough. You're going to go to those tough moments. Um, but yeah, assumptions are tough. And you know what? Ass out of you and me. If you've never heard that, look at the word assume. Ass out of you and me because you assume something and uh, it doesn't work out, okay? Um, so there are ideas to help you out, obviously. I think... Um, Active listening, active listening goes hand in hand with assumptions and communications because you have to listen to the person and then think about what you're going to say next because you want to assume. It's something that you just learn randomly, I feel like. And you learn it from like either like your friends or your family growing up. And it's so much easier because you're pretty, you're, you're kind of fucking conceited if you assume all the time. Like you just, that's like a know-it-all. I hate know-it-all. So one-up is, you know what I mean? I, they're like, oh, I woke up at 6 a.m. today. And someone's like, oh my God, I woke up at 5.59 a.m. today. You're like, cool, shut up. This is thing I tell people because I'm short. And when they make short jokes, I'm like, I'm going to live forever. Fucking miserable. Because you never see like a 6, 10, 80 year old. And I said that one time and I, I'm telling you, this person was like, oh yeah, my, my grandfather was like 6, 8. I go, no, he wasn't. I didn't believe it. I wanted to call them out, but you know what? I didn't want to assume that she was right or wrong. I don't know. Um, but again, I, everyone does assumptions. And it's not even like, I think if you're self-aware with it and you call yourself out, I think it's a little bit easier because you start learning the things when people say, oh, you always do this. Someone always doesn't do something. Or like, you always say this. Like, no, you don't. If you do, you're a robot. You were robot, son. You're doing virtual reality therapy and you're a robot. So things that you, that can help, and I'll, I'll put my spin on these too, is be patient. Like your ideas or assumptions can be a positive. It's like, it's an idea and you think it could be right, but you want to tread light, tread lightly. So you want to listen carefully. And if you're busy about thinking what you want to say, you're not going to hear what the other person's saying. And that comes with active listening. So you got to make sure that you, you have the facts because if you skip something and call somebody out, you look like an idiot. Um, you got to rephrase what they say. What I do is I take their words and make sure they settle in because I'm, I'm pretty bad at like interrupting people in my conversations because I feel like I'm always talked over or like not listened to. So I always want to like do like the double dutch and like get in and try to get what I'm saying. And I say a lot of stupid things, so I think that's why. And not like I'm dumb, but like I just say silly, dumb things. And people don't listen to me. And I don't even blame them because I wouldn't listen to me either. Um, 
but yeah, you definitely got to like also like pause and reflect of what people are saying. I assume the worst all the time. Like if someone doesn't contact me or reply to me, I'm like, oh, they hate me. That's it. Or like if I don't, if I didn't get like a promotion at work or which my job doesn't really do promotions. Um, it's like, what did I do wrong? You can like, it, I feel like assumptions and gaslighting can be in like the same ballpark. And then communications, because if you have bad communication skills with assumptions, you're not going to do a good job uh, whatsoever. And I'm better with active listening because it is a big body thing. And some people don't realize it because sometimes I just don't want to talk to people and they can hear what you're saying back, but it's not interesting and your body's just like not facing them. So when I realize someone's talking to me and I'm a sucker for people telling me one thing and I believe it. Like one time some guy at CVS told me having 20s on you was bad luck. So I was like always getting changed for 10s. So I heard that if someone's talking to you and their feet are pointing at you, that means they're they're active listening. But me, I'm looking at their shoes trying to see what color socks they have. And then by the time I look up, they're gone. I'm like, holy, holy smokes. Uh, but yeah, body language is a big one and talking over with somebody is a big one. So I'm always self-aware of trying to make sure I am listening to somebody because sometimes I do get a little bit bored and it's not because they're telling me a boring story, which could happen. It's just me trying to do a million things at once, which I'm pretty, uh, pretty open about. Um, but yeah, man, I just, uh, that definitely like wears me down and I try to be realistic, but when you assume something and you're right, it feels so good. Cause you're like, I was right. And then you keep doing it. So you got to write the wrong baby. You got to write the wrong. But yeah, you should be mindful of uh, other people when it comes to assumptions. And um, no one else I hate with assumptions. Like someone will assume something and they're wrong. They're like, oh, I was only joking. No, you aren't. You just got called out and you were wrong. And now you're saying you're joking. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. When people go, oh, I'm, I'm only joking. No, you should say that you're wrong. That's what you should say. Ugh. Anyway, this episode flew by, by the way. Um, I appreciate you guys always rocking with me. I'm getting really, uh, I'm really struggling overall. Uh, if you've listened to the past couple episodes, you know what's going on. I don't want to keep revisiting it um, for the sake of not wanting to talk about it and for the sake of trying to get more views. Because people, I think with my story and what's going on, it's interesting in a fact to watch me evolve or de- is there a word called devolve? I don't know. Has everyone doing Wordle? I'm undefeated right now in Wordle. I'm doing pretty good. It takes me like the third, no, fifth or sixth time to get it, but I've been doing good. Um, but yeah, and it's and the podcast, I have so much fun when I do it. The same with interviews. I had to cancel an interview this week because I got my booster shot and I was like, I'll be fine. I was fucked up. And it just bummed me out to have to cancel on somebody. And I just don't have like that drive I had, but I'm really pushing myself and seeing that thing of like my coworker saying nice things and showing me that post was like a good boost that I needed. And it was like just really nice. And it was just something I really needed to hear. And, um, I thank you for that. Um, but yeah, um, before I go, this whole weed COVID thing, have you guys heard that? Cause they were saying, Supposedly weed helps you like combat COVID. I don't know how true that is. So like, I wonder if someone was just like sitting there, you know, you ever been like a weed circle and people just high as shit in high school. One time someone asked for a bowl and you know, like weed bowls and this girl, it was so funny. She goes to the kitchen. She comes back with a fucking cereal bowl. 
But someone asked her, someone asked her for a bowl to smoke weed, and they were like, "Hey, can I get a bowl?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'll be right back." And then came back with like a porcelain fucking cereal bowl, and I never laughed so hard in my life, and I felt so bad for her, and that has lived rent free in my head since two thousand four. God damn it, that is so funny. I'm trying not to laugh so hard, but I feel like it was such a high idea where everyone's like, "Dude, what if like." weed combats COVID. I think everyone's had those conversations like, oh, what's the cure for cancer? What if it was just butterfly kisses? Or like that was the cure for COVID, just a good old butterfly kiss. I got long eyelashes. I would have been a sexy chick. Um, But yeah, definitely a conspiracy. They're like, dude, it's probably like weed companies that gave us COVID. So we got to buy the weed, smoke the weed, get rid of COVID, and then just weed out the, oh my God, we got to weed out the COVID, bruh. Talking to high people, I don't know. Actually, we people that are high are a lot funner. Funner is a lot better to talk to than people that are all coked out. Oh, I've dealt with a lot of people on drugs, and uh, best analogy I heard about coke cokeheads is like they look like they're eating air sandwiches because their jaws are always moving. If you have a problem with drugs, go seek help, please. Um, drugs are bad. Okay. I do appreciate you guys checking in with me. I'm sorry this episode was delayed. Hopefully you enjoyed it because I do. I do it when I, I enjoy it when I'm talking. Um, a lot of active listening from me and active talking. And uh, hopefully your ears and your feet and your eyes are uh, presented at me. I'm not a big country guy, and I think he's a country guy, but I was put onto this song and I like it. Chris Stapleton, you should probably leave. I like that jam. That's my song suggestion. I don't really have a movie, podcast, or TV. Actually, no, I do have a TV suggestion. On TLC, go check out the show, I Am Shauna Ray. It is this 22-year-old girl, right? And she has the body and, like, everything of an 8-year-old. And it's fucking crazy. I thought Brittany and Abby Hansel were, like, my favorite, like, medical anomaly. But Shauna Ray is awesome. She is so goddamn spunky. She's from like New York and New Jersey. I sent her a message to see if I can get her on the podcast. It's so creepy because she's like an eight-year-old and she like wants to go on dating apps. And all she's getting is creeps, obviously. So there's like a, like, I don't know how she didn't get a job with To Catch a Predator. If they bring back To Catch a Predator, I am voting for I am Shauna Ray. But she's like, yeah, I just deal with creeps all the time. And it's like sad for her because she wants to be a normal 22-year-old, but she sounds and looks like an 8-year-old. And then she goes like bars and like has to sit on the chair. And they give her like they give her like a crayon and mat to like do like tic-tac-toe and put the dots together. But then she's like, no, nah, give me a daiquiri. Like even if I got the ID from her, I wouldn't believe her. Like she would have to walk around with like a letter from a doctor or a video. I don't know. But yeah, shout out to Shauna Ray, guy. Go watch that. It's on TLC. I've been watching a little bit of Before the 90 Days on uh, TLC. TLC's weird because I'm sorry to keep on going about this. I learned TLC is very scripted, but the lives and what they talk about personally is real. But I feel like everything's set up. Reality TV is just always set up. Let's get people on game shows more often which I've been talking to people about. If you want to get on a game show, here's a tip. Go on like the main, like ABC, NBC, or whatever. Look up your favorite game. Just apply for it and turn yourself up to an 11 and at least have an interesting story about you. Like me, I was on the match game. I won $25,000. I don't know where that money went. 
And you just got to turn yourself up to an 11 and have something interesting about you. And uh, be be handsome or good looking, which uh, also helps. But thank you guys so much for checking out another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. Episode 61, please go to 20timminutes.com. I still got my Functioning Psychopath t-shirt and sweatshirt that are actually selling pretty good right now. Um, people love the phrase. And I don't have my huge ass logo on it, so you can wear it and not even really show it off. You can even take a Shopee and, and cross out 20 Tim Minutes. I don't care. You already gave me money. What I need. I got to stop telling people I want $25,000 to stop sending me money. But thank you guys. I love you. And have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.